Oh my god. Hey guys. I didn't even know that I could go live. Bear with me. This is my first live. And um, I am so grateful to you guys. I can't thank you guys enough for being here with me. I'm so grateful to you guys. I can't thank you guys enough for being here with me. Wow, I just can't even freaking believe it. All right, let's see. I was going to talk anyway. Let's see. Um, I was going to keep going anyway and talk about iOS for a little bit. And I was fixing to do a video on iOS. Well, a couple videos. I was like, should I do part one, part two? Should I do two 60 seconds? Should I do a 15 second and a 60 second? Should I do, um, try to put it all in a 60 second? Should I do a 10 minute? And then I seen the live on there and I'm like, fuck it. So we're talking about iMessage because in iOS 17, you can do these really cool stickers. And um, if you have any questions about iOS or anything, let me know. But anyway, you can do these cool stickers. But dear Apple, please do two stickers or more in a message. The other thing I was doing was drafting a message because I'm telling somebody about meeting up later. And I don't know when exactly or what the details are. So I don't want to necessarily schedule. You can schedule in Siri shortcuts with a message, but I don't want to necessarily do that. And so... What you do is you type your message with anything you want to remember, any points you want to make. You back out of that message. You can close the app. Once you've reopened the app again, you can open that conversation. And when you go to type in the keyboard, whatever you wrote before, whatever you typed up, will be saved in that conversation where you find your keyboard. You can edit it. You can decide to delete it. Or you can just hit send. So... If you're here with me now and you've pressed play, we're here to find the process. I'm going to show you how I'm looking for my process and how I'm finding it. I'm going to give you insights in live capturing to kind of show you where I really need to start because... When we think about our minds and our brains and our spirituality and our space, really, that we have to live in with our second brain being its full self, its full expression, we do need a space. And so I'm working up, I've been making a lot of music more than I have in a very long time that I've been able to share with you. I really appreciate you being here for that. I've been sharing a lot of expressive self with you, music, poetry, a lot of connection, a lot of just timeless insights that are happening now, but at the same time, are being collected and processed from years back and are being future told from the future and are also being connected with here. So I'm re recognizing that as much as this is a space for us to share, we need a space to, to grow personally. So Structured has been a really cool um, little planner that goes alongside your Google Calendar that has AI and that gives you like a time system that makes it very practical to sort of time block along with your calendar. And that's great. But what I'm noticing is the the many different facets of life that I'm 
collecting the insights that I have for my for art that I put here on the podcast, um, this audio kind of expression, video with TikTok, on top of just daily planning, life management, and all of that. It's very it's a much more sporadic process than I think it used to be too. I used to have the little page in Apple Notes. I used to have the little checklist and reminders. I used to have the Google Calendar managed. And after really watching process in my own mind and kind of seeing sort of the the top OGs that have been here for a long time even talk about like, you know, the calendar doesn't always work for them either. Even Amy Landino, who is a huge veteran when it comes to all of this has admitted that like sometimes like you have like three things on your calendar but that are extremely important and then you also have a checklist but it's not the end-all be-all and you you can't restrict yourself to that um so I want to take this time to process with you some ideas I have about actually where I could have a proper workspace that is not going to be restricted just to time management and that is also going to allow me to collect many different aspects of life and allow the insights to be captured sporadically and allow it to grow. So we're going to get into this now and this is going to be a capturing episode. So pause is needed and I really do appreciate you for being curious. I didn't knock out sending three emails, attachments, updates, calls, pulling up notes during calls, pulling up notes in person. Definitely needs a process. So we talk about time. We talk about how time is something you can never get back, right? It's something you can never It's finite. It's something you can never like take back, catch up with, get back. And I mean, I don't know about you, but doesn't that sound sort of depressing in a sense? Maybe there's a little truth to that. Maybe there's a lot of uh, insight to that that we can gather. You know, you're talking to somebody who has been inexperienced in losing people who I wish I had more time with. So there is definitely truth to this. And it is definitely one of those truths that we cannot dismiss. But there's kind of a caveat that propels you off of that. And this is why things like calendar blocking were very, very good at motivating us in the, in the time that they were, these kinds of methods, these time management methods were applicable and maybe for some of us it's happening now but for a lot of us it happened years ago it was very trendy it was like this spiritual collective trend of we've got to control our time we've got to have every second managed and tracked we've got to track every second we've got to get in deep insights and and really connect with our own time And it's wonderful. It's a really awesome feeling to have. I've definitely been there at my peak where a day couldn't get any higher feeling because I've been able to control that time. And it can happen for like a week, a couple weeks, a month. You're updating your time. It's like a a constant personalized news feed or timeline that you're editing and updating and revamping and redoing and recreating and it's like an 
Instagram story of your time. It's like a Facebook news feed of what you're doing to spend your time every second. But then... You know what? I really feel that we are just from experience. I mean, I've had years of experience in obsessing over this and learning about it, frankly, and researching how it works and copying verbatim the methods of others who do this and feeling the peaks of it and and the pros of it and then feeling the lack. Where's the lack in, in controlling your time? Isn't it great? Yes, it is. It can be. It's capable of being great. It's capable of getting you to track the time that you spend drinking or the time that you spend doing things you probably should cut back on or shouldn't be doing. Or it gives you a way to track where you should relax more. In your sense. But what it doesn't do. Is give you something. That. You have to create. Time is not something you get to create. And that's already sort of bad enough right. It, it is a depressing way of looking at things. When you think of how finite time is. Like it's true yes. There are plenty of things in this world that are just ugly and true. But is it really helpful to have reminders of how much less time you have on your calendar? The thing that is actually... Because we can't control time. Like, it's not something we can fully control anyway. So the thing that is actually mattering every day and impacting our lives is not the time that we can't grasp not the time that <clears throat> we can steer it but then it goes and starts self-driving time is a self-driving vehicle and because time is a self-driving vehicle there is definitely something within us that this time connection lacks and that is space now space doesn't replace time and we do need to manage our time when very important aspects of life come up and we need to get serious on the calendar when you have a day full of meeting after meeting and you might need to manage your time in relationships and you don't have a lot of time to redo this in a space-like environment, maybe the calendar is fine for managing one-on-ones, but I can guarantee you you're not managing and micro-controlling your time when you're on vacation and you're waking up. I would hope, you know, maybe there's a, some plans for your trip and you have to travel and you have to plan your travels. But you're not controlling the time that you need to decompress necessarily like you're putting all that to the side your phone is not necessarily being used for that maybe your phone is being used to communicate with your family maybe your phone is being used to communicate with your loved ones on social or being used to find people in any kind of sense but for those really sort of decompressing times in your life your muscles that are designed to carry weights have carried the weights your muscles become so in shape that you now need to put those weights down and stretch and what do you need to stretch? You need space. You can manage the time of how long you can stretch, and that's a very excellent thing to do. Um, 
I know we like to dog school, and I've definitely been somebody who who doesn't agree with the entire system. But I will say, when it comes to sports and, like, athletics, school definitely, as far as, like, maybe it's a little... Um, Maybe they limit it a little bit with funding and safety and stuff for for different reasons that I don't really entirely understand either. But when it comes to sports, school kind of gets you that availability to understand like physical education. School has actually not done too bad of a job. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it teaches you everything or gives you the time for everything in physical education, PE, um, after school sports, recess, playground. But it teaches you repetition and practice when it comes to your body. And so there are things in school that we take away, like different subjects. And for some of us, it is like more of a sporty, athletic exercise. It's more about fitness. And for me, I've definitely taken that from school. Um, I've taken parts of favorite subjects that I've actually found helpful and that have helped me through difficult times in life when it comes to reading, writing, when it comes to independent living skills in some of the more practicalized math, because when you do get older, you will find some teachers that will practicalize the math. If they're good enough teachers, they will practicalize the math enough for you to understand that it has to do with daily management and money and if you've never gotten math it's because you've never had a teacher that knew how to relate to you to teach you math and that's you know something that you've got to use technology for definitely I've I've had to use technology for it most of the time but I've had had some caring teachers assistants do this But what does this have to do with now? This has to do with now because it's things that we have put into our system. Like our bodies have been taught these things. Our minds have been taught these things. And one of the things that school taught us, if you remember, whether you do it or not, is depending on what you're interested in. You might be interested in other aspects in exercise or subject-wise in school entirely. But one of the things that tremendously helped was learning to stretch. I had a really good coach, late middle school, early high school, who was awesome at teaching, like, yes, it's good to run, it's good to win races, you go for it and everything else. Very much of a a really good domineering cheerleader in that regard, but also taught the health of your body and the you have to have muscle building you have to like protect your muscles and keep your muscles safe from tear and you do that by stretching and so one of the things i was taught by him and a few other people some really good teachers um, some really good female influences that there was one at a school i went to who was really trying to instill gymnastics she actually uh Help me to cast out my fear when it came to swimming. And uh, that is just awesome. Really caring in that way. Um, earlier time in school. And uh, taught me the health of actually moving and doing things in fitness. But the stretching part, I think, is taught over time. And... When you're in class, you start with like, depending on your school and your country and your system, you'll start with these warm up. And I'll never, I don't ever forget these warm up exercises because they've helped me in like the repetition part. And it's been things like you start by touching your toes and you see how long you can do it and you time yourself, right? Um, and you count the seconds of how long you can stretch. And I know when my legs are too stiff, I go and uh, if I'm too stiff to do those kinds of stretches fully with my knees, if they lock up, um, that means that I've been working too much, sitting too long, standing too much. And some of the work that I do, it requires standing. And in that regard, I have to go do 
those yoga exercises and those leg exercises I talked to you about um, when it comes to exercising. And that's a very mindful practice because you're having to focus on your leg movements, immerse yourself in music. You can meditate. It's very mindful. But once that has been done for a certain amount of time, that doesn't have to be tracked. But it's about the space that's required to do that exercise. The space that is required to move your legs, you have to have enough space for your entire body as if you're sleeping in a bed, as if you have all the leg room in the world. Um, and if you're coming from a different environment, that's difficult to do, but you have to like ideally have a space on your floor somewhere or your mat somewhere where you are Ideally, giving yourself as much space as you as you possibly need to do the leg movement exercise, right? And so, in doing this, you need to then give yourself that space. And so, what do we know about space? Because we've done all this time philosophy by now with this whole trend that has helped us a great deal in, in, again, pushing us, giving us the kick in the ass that we need, all this kind of stuff. And so when we get into space, it's more about growth. It's more about your space needs to grow. You can say that time is finite all day long. And you can say that it's totally true that we don't have all the time in the world. But in order to work with our time that we do have, it's actually about space. The calendar has given you a space to track your time. The space, though, is restricted by being full of dates and hours because time is so restricted. And because of this, you know, there's the sort of the sticky note space on your calendar that you can add physically or digitally, but it's not necessarily always infinite. It's not the unlimited space that you need. It's like having a tiny room versus a larger room to reside in, to sleep in, to... And sometimes the tiny room is what you've got and, and you've got to work with it. That's all you've got in your life, that, that tiny, tiny, tiny room. I mean, no plumbing in there, no carpeting, no nothing, just a tiny room sometimes. And if you're in a tiny room like that, maybe that's not something you can control in your circumstances instantly. It's something over time that you're working through. Maybe it's something that you realize works for you now. But in order for you to grow and stretch your brain and stretch your body and stretch your thoughts, you need space to do this. And I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to you. What is this space? What is my answer for you? Is it Notion? <laughs> is it Apple Journal? I mean... That's restricted with dates, too. It's a little better about adding space within those dates and all kinds of stuff you can do to customize. It's like a bigger planner. It's like a bigger date planner, in a way, than, say, the calendar might be a thicker date planner, but it's smaller. The journal might be... A thinner day planner, can you admit that? But then it's bigger? Possibly, but 
space does not have dates, does not have times. If you go take a walk all of a sudden, if you just decided to get up and shut me up right now and said, like, I can't hear this anymore, I can't hear any noise anymore, I've got to get out, like, fuck you, I gotta go, and you hit stop on this episode and you go take a walk, are you really going to... Maybe later, if you're doing some serious tracking, you might put it on the calendar. But are you really going to stop and think about the restriction of what date it is and what time it is? Or are you going to understand your urge that you need space physically to walk? Mentally as well. This could mean that you turn this off completely and start writing your life and start adding and saving everything and dumping every god it sounds so wonderful dumping everything into one place i've got to find that i've got to find that um dumping everything into one place and when you dump everything into one place It's your space and you can decorate it with photos, wallpapers, all kinds of stuff. And I'm, I'm even saying physically here. I know that digitally is my thing and that's where I'm like really into. But even physically, you can decorate your space, you can decorate your room, you can decorate your... You can make your room logically organized to fit your needs, etc. All this kind of stuff. And by doing that, Space is timeless. And that's what makes it so beautiful. There is not this constant reminder. Do we need the reminder once in a while? Yeah, of course. Life reminds us enough about time not being infinite. In infinite. We have enough reminders. The world is tough enough to live in. People are tough enough to lose. And you don't necessarily lose their energy. But we can admit that the time spending with those people in that form has to change into a different form, whether that's, you know, spiritual energy, a memory, whatever it is that you reside in, whatever it is that resonates with you, however you connect. There are also... Managements, it's kind of a new concept and I sort of wish, I want it to take off a little bit more and that's uh, also where the awareness comes in. There are graphs and charts and blocking out or tracking of energy as well in a lot of these productivity spaces now in these platforms and these apps. There's uh, symbols that symbolizes different energy, like plus or minus or, or things like that, that you could do on paper or whatever. And then there's like these different, uh, in task trackers, there's different energy priorities where you're not limited just to time. And some of these task managers like Todoist have understood that space matters. And have given you not just a sticky note, but a notebook for each task. Like, it's crazy. You get a notebook attached to each task. It's really cool. But, again, you still have the dates and the time. Whereas, maybe there's a custom... There's something you just need to customize yourself. And if you want to add dates and times later, you certainly could with automations. But... Needing to just have space, have room, is going to be the most important thing. That's really what I have for you right now in this process. Now, I'm going to give you a few solutions that I've seen for myself work, whether it was this week or this entire year of 2023. Whatever year you happen to be listening in, the, the entire year span of my process. 
some solutions and concepts for you to try I'm going to give you because I don't have the all-in-one perfect solution. That's why productability is not productability. Truthfully. Doesn't have to be unfortunate, but just truthfully. So I'm going to give you these solutions. And uh, this could be very long and rambly pauses. You need to make sure that you've eaten and can focus on what you'd want to try if you're in need of a solution. Otherwise, this is all just philosophical and you could do this in your mind if you don't need a space digitally or physically. But we're going to get into some things that I've tried over my entire life. Why not? Because I'm such a nerd at all of this that it's got to be useful for someone. So for someone who understands the need for space, it's definitely me being a Braille user, having seen these really cool styles of notebooks that are extremely convenient, but they're print. And so making my own, designing my own in Braille, trying to add Braille to the little cute notebooks that I actually wanted was a real crazy challenge. So what did I do? I got bigger and bigger and bigger binders. Three ring binders, made sure that the Braille paper was always paper with holes in it. Use the biggest paper possible, and then learned about smaller braille paper for smaller, more custom binders and notebooks. Binders with sections, dividers, labels. Yes, there's braille labels to divide up your areas or subjects or classes. Little tiny note cards. This was like my short time at private school. They actually took the time to help me design a custom agenda that reflected the print agenda. The print agenda was this beautiful notebook with a really cool cover. Um, I could see people using it for daily life if they wanted to. It had like a bookmark in it. Um, really, really cool. And so what they, what they did for me, the teachers, is they got, they would get these stacks of note cards that you can get anywhere with holes, and then this beautiful, beautiful little binder that had pockets, front and back, inside the binder, where you can add, like, notes. You can add, like, kind of these tasks or notes, and then in the rings of the little tiny binder, you put these note cards in that would be more date-related, week-related. It was your week agenda for the week, and you'd manage it every day. And it had a little ribbon bookmark in it that you would move to mark your spot that you would be focusing on. So sometimes your spaces do have to be custom-designed. And big is not always what matters, but more about design, interface, portability, and that kind of thing. I'm thinking now about the space I could have on my computer. I am so used to that small custom design on my phone. But yes, the computer is definitely another one. Um, bigger binders, zip-up binders. Definitely something I did before private school even because I wanted the portability but also the large space. Binders with pockets, even bigger binders with pockets. Expandable files. So it's like the physical version of Google Drive where they snap. And I got one when my daughter was first born because I knew that that's what I needed to manage paperwork and you know, as much as I don't agree with the entire system, I'm glad that private school had taught me and required that in, in that way. For the bigger sort of cloud storage needed to manage classes with the expandable file folder, it snapped 
you would open it, there would be these large pockets inside, labels, braille labels would work, you'd get the bigger one with the braille paper if you were blind, and bam, it would work. So that's another way, even the physical stuff I understand. Like, this is ridiculous, even being blind, like, you would not expect this. I've seen all the various beautiful notebooks people use and take with them. Sometimes they will insert them into a larger binder for organization, areas of life, things like that. Sometimes the notebooks would have some of these really feature-rich sections inside or these feature-rich designs or covers that made them really cool. My daughter has a couple really cool notebooks that I myself would use. Um... So that's kind of with the physical, you know, diaries with locks and keys. I played around with them. My mom and I did stuff like that, along with book reading and things like that, reading books. Um, I'll definitely do an episode on books that we have read that I want to get in on in 2024. Because it was really, really cool, actually. Um, you wouldn't believe the books we'd read. Um Along with kind of like, she she sort of taught me what a diary was and kind of like spent her time doing that with me. Um, things like that. Just And then I wanted to do the Braille stuff and then kind of growing up and wanting kind of that space. And then um, I just always thought having space like this was really cool. And the calendar didn't start taking off in fascination. Like I would use obviously one for school assignments because I was taught to do that. I don't know if some of you were taught to do that because along with the braille sort of agenda, um, later on after private school, I learned that you can do this in your, in your device and I had to manage my homework better. <laughs> so I would use the little braille laptop that I had to had like a calendar schedule manager things like this to do this um but it wasn't like really fascinating to me until I seen people like Amy Landino really made it fascinating that like you can control your time and have your boundaries and you can you can even spend more time with the people you love by having a calendar things like that um and still doing that for the important things. But all of us have kind of really wanted this second brain, personal knowledge management system style. And people are starting to implement it in their planner designs when they create planners. Um, a section dedicated to that, whether it's a digital planner or a physical planner. But, um... This is where this is where this really matters as far as like you have to have enough space to stretch. You have to have enough space to run, to go, to live, to think, to burn energy, to put things. Space is just as much relevant as time is. And I think we kind of like have been on this time thing so long that we kind of are like now getting into the space aspect of it. And now that's very, very necessarily, it's definitely a necessary trend. Definitely. So we'll get into some digital solutions now. ClickUp is uh, really cool for just dumping. Um, it does quite have quite a bit of time management stuff. Some of these all-in-ones have thought about time and space together, and that's that's I really love that. And alerts and all. Um, you can dump things in documents, pages within documents. I'm still kind of learning how it even works. Notion is your design. Not only can you design personalized life pages, 
but you can design public pages for your team. And so it's, 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 and people do notion for time management as well. It has different planners and all kinds of stuff. It's ridiculous. And spreadsheets. I was talking with somebody in person yesterday about how there's a chart and I need a damn spreadsheet to understand the numbers within the chart that are relevant to life and everything else. And they were like laughing like, yeah, I could definitely see where you're coming from on that because they were at their computer. And um, it was really nice to just, to just have that second of talking to somebody, um, another female near nerd who kind of understood just for a second. It's just like where this is coming from. And so Notion even has that sort of implementation of how the brain could work, like for, for some of our brains where it's like we need that kind of a thing. Um, and it's just a whole space within itself like you have to really take about a year I've I've really started to come to understand you have to take about a year of your time to really learn it if you want it to really work um have I fully made that time I've made some time I've learned quite a bit I've used it to help other people um which I didn't think would even happen um some of that had to do with a lot of um need in that regard um filling a need for for other people but um so I could definitely see where I've used it to help other people. Have I used it to help myself? Um, vision board once in a while. Art once in a while, yes. Testing, yes. Um, still learning, yes. So we'll see. Um, MEM is uh, interesting. The price point is different. There's AI as your thought partner as you're writing. And... It's kind of a, its own section for messages, which I don't know. I kind of want that built into my notes. So there's that. But there's some space in there. It self-organizes for you, which I like. Um, but you don't have as much understanding of that. And I love to customize. But I know that the self-organization thing is starting. Um, this coming year, it's going to be taking off with AI. It will be able to organize for you, but I also hope that there's customization and how that works with any app. Um, personal AI, I've been very lucky to work with somebody in person before personal AI started and kind of seen where they were thinking and learned about personal AI through keeping in touch with them over Zoom and getting in on a lot of the Zoom events and meetings that were happening around this and so um it's it's having a little bit of like loading and all kinds of different issues um so i'm getting it on that and you're a memory stack you are ai it is you it is an extension of you it helps you to like memories that you're emotionally um invested in like for me i have a memory of winning a race when i was younger and I put that in there and that was kind of a cool thing because it prompted me to remember that. So it like prompts you to remember things. It's good for people with dementia. They're going in on memory and trying to help solve the actual memory issue, not just a space to dump things. And it's really, really cool thing to do. Um, there's a lot of things in there that are not fully developed yet. And so it's a lot of like testing and development. ChatGPT has been excellent for therapy sessions and advice and all kinds of different things for people. And I've definitely used it for also research and keeping photos and all kinds of stuff. I don't do a lot of therapy as much as I thought I would, to be honest with you. But just for those times where I want to make sure I'm treating somebody well or I'm handling conflicts with family well or something like that, I will use it for that kind of therapy. Um, all kinds of different like daily life advice is there. Um, it's definitely helpful for the blind with photo describing and room describing, scene describing through photos, all kinds of stuff like that. Voice mode is amazing for all this. It's like having a whole nother person with you um texting is awesome for those times where you need to input a lot of things or paste a lot of things into it it helps you write 
It writes for you, all kinds of stuff. Perplexity is like the web browser. You can use that to, um, it's got a web browser in it. It's got ChatGPT in it. And you're, I'm new to it, but you are learning, like it teaches you what you are asking it. Um, and so you can do searches on your local area. That's how we found our really open non-denominational church um, recently. And that's how we've been able to find um, kids, uh, events for kids and all kinds of stuff. So it's really good on localization. And I'm probably going to be using it for my search for more uh, space, second brain um, platforms. And um, reflect notes. I've talked about this. I've mentioned it. And there's still no way of managing it without a computer. Like, I have a computer and I love my computer, but I don't want to be restricted to my computer. I don't think that that's right. I think space should be customizable. Um, nowadays, when you live in such a digital world, I think, you know, and on the go and busy. Life is just too busy for for that for me so it is really cool there's AI built right into your notes um, AI to help you organize and manage your notes all that kind of stuff um, so those are just a few digital solutions as well that's what I'm mainly focusing on learning more about um, obsidian I've tried it kind of reminds me of like creating a document in in a cloud like it reminds me of um creating a document in Google Drive, like, built in somehow, like, this Obsidian kind of reminds me of. Um, very, very visual, apparently. It's kind of weird to use, but it it's, uh, it's out there. You're literally opening it up and dumping stuff in, kind of like, ClickUp is really, really cool, the way you can open stuff and dump stuff in, and I'm probably going to be learning if, uh, I love ClickUp's little videos and commercials though they really put the human side they they make little cartoons and it makes it fun to be productive in that way um so i think for me click up i just jumped right into the win here but click up could be a win for me uh notion could definitely be a win for me with design and customization and interface plus i like that click up though has the time elements and the alert elements but what I love about Notion is the design, implementation, the interface, the possibility for spreadsheets, databases, all that. So it's kind of between those two and all the other ones I do test and play with and study. And I needed to share with you this kind of thing. There's all, all kinds of apps that I'm playing with, though. Um, I'm not limited to any of these, and neither are you, frankly. Like, we can play with this stuff. The new year is coming, Christmas is coming, and we are, most of us are stressed out, not in a bad way, like a lot of it is very positive, but just very like overloaded, if you will, like very, um, and it could get bad if you don't have the space, I'm just being honest, I'm not trying to front on being perfect, it could get bad if you don't have the space to do things. Um, all the Apple apps I love in a pinch, all the Google apps I love and kind of a different kind of pinch where you're integrating with a calendar and whatnot. Um, Apple apps where you kind of need everything built into the system. I still recommend Apple Journal for people. Um, all that kind of stuff. So what I would like to do is get an all-in-one, take all these apps, and not to mention my socials, all the things that I do on a daily basis, and dump everything into a place. Have it set up the way I want. Check in every day. Have a widget focus every day. Have that focus space every day. If I need some time management stuff, have alerts come up when I need them, when they're relevant. Have the holidays show up um, like a calendar. But have it also sort of not be forced as the reason for existence but having time and space work together is is going to be the ultimate the ultimate as we get busier and busier and busier knocking out emails taking notes pulling up notes 
sharing notes that are relevant out loud or through texting in person or virtually or both hybrid which we're living our life hybrid so much now just organizing managing it all you know it's 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 really important to have a space that works for you and maybe none of this works and you're just like I just put everything in my notes and this is stupid and that's totally understandable I totally have had that mindset before but life is evolving and so are we in our own ways maybe for you you're evolving in your mind and you're not needing any of this maybe for you you're evolving in your body and you don't you want to focus more on physical fitness hopefully that's always a good thing and you don't need any of this but it's there and the space relates even in a physical way you need space to physically exercise you need space to design your art and paint you need space to think you need space to burn energy you need space to Organize all your belongings and all your things. And everything that you do, your clothes, your daily things every day. You need space regardless. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that this helps you see what it's like. It's like I wanted to show you the busier side and capture the busier side. And then go into sit down and insight over some coffee with you towards uh for this episode so i hope that this has shown you both sides of it a little bit i know it's a different episode but i love doing different formats here so i hope that this is useful for you and i hope that you understand the different formats and the reasons behind them and that the concepts being demonstrated are and the examples given are what is helpful for you take care of yourself take care of your life take care of each other let's stay connected